All right. Hello, uh, Idiots on Parade. Welcome to Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Well, things here, I'm, I'm actually kind of sad. Uh, we fucked up, you and I. Mostly me, but you, you could have reminded me, so I'm putting a little of the blame on you. Um, several weeks ago, we announced... I'm the already end- denying it, but continue. <laughs> several weeks ago, we announced the end of the world because a Christian numerologist said the world was ending. Then it didn't end, and he said, no, no, I got my math wrong. It's ending in October, and I realized we're coming to the end of October, so I looked it up, and... The world either ended on October 15th and we missed it, or the world forgot to end on on October 15th. Remember, in September the world was going to end, but he said, no, no, I did my math wrong. It's definitely ending in October, and I just looked up to see we have a couple days left in October, and we already missed it. We forgot to update our listeners that the world was ending. I feel horrible, listeners. We should have told you that it was October 15th. I wanted to catch it before it happened. Now, I just, I feel sad. I feel guilty. We, we, we... We failed to let our listeners know that the world was ending last Damn. week. Damn, maybe maybe the 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 psychic prediction from the the Pope or whatever was uh, no. This was that was guy. Unclear. Remember, this was the the planet X, planet Nibiru, was going to run into Earth. Remember, there was, was well, yeah, that was some kind of Christian thing, right? Yeah, it's like a he said that because the I can't remember what the numerology was, but. Uh, there was something about there was a planet that was going to run into Earth, an entire planet, a hidden planet that every astronomer said doesn't exist. And he's like, no, no, you're not reading the correct book. You're looking at the stars. I'm reading the Bible. This planet is going to hit Earth in September. No, no, wait. I'm sorry. I mean October. And I, I can't find anything that says... Uh, he mixed that- up his telescope for a kaleidoscope, man. Yeah, if you look at it, a kaleidoscope. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you see all kinds of crazy shit in there. I, uh, I, I I looked. I don't see anything where he updated. No, no, I got October 15th wrong. I really mean November. I think he seems to have quietly gone away, which is sad because I would love to have him keep updating every month. No, no, next month. Really, the world's going to end. Yeah, uh, how would you like... I, it would be awesome if he did that, if he kept updating every month, and then his cult gets smaller and smaller. How would How would you like to be like his last two women that are still letting this guy bang you because he's he's like the David Koresh of the the world is going to end. And he's just like, you you won't still believe me, right? And <laughs> meanwhile, it's it's like it's June of next year. And they're like, hey, yeah, kind of, you know, let's just get this over with. You know what this reminds me of? Uh, the, the Weinstein comments we were making last the other week where, you know, like he... he corners these unfortunate actresses and Weinstein but then he marries his wife and five years later it's just like Weinstein you know when he orgasms he that's the same thing the passion's gone like yeah yeah we believe you the world world's gonna die let's just like you said let's get this done with yeah he's just kind of wandering into their bedroom like hey hey uh world's gonna die tomorrow let's uh uh since this is our last night on earth let's have one uh, uh I felt good anyway good night world's gonna end uh, speak of that, I sent you... Did you listen to the thing I sent you? I did. I, I haven't had time to listen to the whole thing yet. I, I listened to most of the first episode. All you really need... I listened to the second episode. What we're talking about, listeners, is there is a new podcast out. It's just called Heaven's Gate. I actually didn't mean to uh, segue from cult into cult, but why not? It works. Uh, there's a podcast called Heaven's Gate. There are only two episodes out. I listened to both of them. I'm enjoying it. Um, Jake, you've heard enough. If you only listen to most of the first one, 
you heard enough because what everybody remembers Heaven's Gate for is everybody uh, putting on Nike shoes and junk track suits and uh, uh, killing themselves in the 90s in California. But what the first episode uncovers is Heaven's Gate was a cult that went back to the 70s. So they waited 30 years before killing themselves. All you really need in the first episode is the very first meeting of the Heaven's Gate cult. These two people sat down and said, yeah, uh, world's gonna end, but all you gotta do is join us. We're gonna get on a spaceship and get out of here. And once you hear that, you, you either leave, you're like, all right, yeah, you're crazy, or, and I don't mean to be unsympathetic, you kind of deserve to die. If you're going to drink a Kool-Aid and kill yourself after hearing you're going to hop a spaceship and leave Earth, I'm not really sad that you're gone. Yeah, I mean, it. I'm not going to say that they deserve to die or that I'm not sad about it, but... That yeah, you're you're kind of society's weakest link at that point. You're you're the gazelle that totally would have gotten eaten in the wild first because you fell for a lion behind a tree going, Hey, come back behind this tree. There's some hot gazelles pussy back here. It, you know? <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't even you, get chased you're an down by a lion. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? I said you didn't even get chased down by a lion. You fell for a trick. It's not even like you the the lion outran you and hunted you down. Like you just said, the lion went, hey, come here, and you yeah. went. The lion showed up dressed like Captain Kirk and was like, hey, you like spaceships, gazelle? Come in my spaceship. <laughs> and then and then, and you got eaten first. You were the easiest prey a lion has ever eaten. But that, that just astounds me because, I'm, like I said, I'm going to listen to the whole series. The first two episodes have been interesting enough for me to keep going. But like I said, when you are sitting, and, and to be fair, the podcaster, I can't remember his name, the guy that's done the research and interviewing people and finding out uh, things that I never knew, like there are surviving Heaven's Gate members, uh, people that walked away right before the suicide, or who were, who were early members. I mean, he did say in that first meeting, people are listening to him talk about the spaceship. <laughs> some, of, some of them get up and wander I was cutting my boss off and wearing Nikes before it was cool. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> but I'm saying some people did get up and leave. And it's like, that's why I'm saying, if you weren't one of the people, if you were one of the people that were sitting in the room going, spaceship, hmm, I think this sounds good. I'm, I'm going to stick around for this guy. You, you kind of lose your sympathy points from me. Yeah, it well the 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 episode I'm listening to I I don't think and I I want to go back and listen to it again because so far he hasn't talked about the spaceships really. I mean he said that came later. It's it sounds like the early ones in the 70s they were basically saying No, 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 no. Um, the the suicide came later to get on the spaceship. The spaceship right, was there from was... second one, from like the instant they decided it was Heaven's Gate. They said, spaceship, you're getting off Earth. What came later is, uh, you kind of have to cut off your balls, put on Nikes, and right. uh, jump on the spaceship from but death. But it, so it sounded like, and I and I could have heard him wrong, maybe maybe he's kind of getting to that, in, where I'm at, but he's he's talking about how they're, they, they started by saying, um, Heaven is on Earth, like you don't have to die to go to Heaven we're going to give you heaven on earth. Now that could involve a spaceship. I haven't I haven't gotten to there yet. It could involve a spaceship or a goddamn ninja turtle. I I I have no idea. Um, well, you are right. They did say you don't have to die to get on there. But and it was heaven, but I I remember him saying it was a spaceship from the get-go, but either way, um 
Interesting enough. Did you get the other thing I sent you? Uh, that, that could be the main topic for this week. The other thing? Jane Doe immigrant, 17-year-old uh, Central American girl comes into America and then gets in a fight with the Trump administration over uh, wanting an abortion. Oh, I, I, I forgot to look that up. I, I, have, I have heard about that, though. I have, I have heard a little bit about that. Well, tell the listeners right now that we are recording on October 27th, and uh, she's had the abortion. So what I thought we were going to talk about is this back and forth. She was fighting with the uh, Trump administration. So if you aren't familiar with the um, I didn't know she had it, though. Neither did I until I just logged on this morning to get caught up, and yeah, she she had it. I thought we were going to be talking about the fight, but it's, it's done. It's a done deal. So if you don't know what we're talking about, listeners, a 17-year-old girl crosses the border illegally, gets put in a detention center, and in the detention center, while there, she finds out that she is pregnant. And she says, all right, uh, I'm 17. I'm not ready to be a mom. I'm an illegal immigrant in a detention center in a foreign country. I would like an abortion. I don't expect the United States government to pay for it. I just need to be let out of the detention center so that I can receive medical treatment and the Trump, the Trump administration said no. And this is where it gets interesting. The Trump administration fought and lost several court battles, uh, obviously because she had the abortion. But it, it, goes, it makes me think of the t- Terry Schiavo case where Republicans always say we are for smaller government unless we want to control your body. Then you have to keep Terry Schiavo on life support. Then you have to force an undocumented illegal immigrant to carry a baby to term. Like, these are... That is the part that really got me. Like, on the one hand, you hate illegal immigrants. You're like, how dare you come into our country? And then on the other hand, you're like, but if you're here, you need to create another illegal immigrant baby. None well, of it that's, makes that's sense that's where it's, it's, it's sort of conflicts. Now, it's, it's an easy one for me. I'm pretty far left on both of the, these issues, so I'm like... Give her the abortion. Hell, give her give her two abortions for the price of one abortion. I don't give a shit. But um, I, with with them, they're 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 anti-immigration. Well, anti-illegal immigration, I should say. I mean, I'm not saying I'm pro-illegal immigration, but I, I'm okay I, with I, it. I, I get why they're coming here. I'm right. Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, we should we should try to we should try to get people documented. We should, but I, I'm not I'm not all about let's deport everybody all the time. I, uh, either way, but but then I'm also pro-choice. But here's where it gets confusing. If if you're on the right, um, the right is always talking about being pro-life and you know they're anti-abortion, and but at the same time, they're anti-illegal immigration to the point to where they you know they call them anchor babies and stuff. And so it's like, well, do you want her to uh, be pro-life and have the kid, or do you want to, y- y- you know, do you um, want her to have her not an have anchor the anchor baby, baby or so not create yeah. an anchor baby? Right. And then, right. are you just like wanting her to have the anchor baby so you can send both of them home? It's kind of like how I always say they 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 pe- people on the left pitch abortions to people on the right. Uh, with stuff they don't care about, you know, they, they'll always say like, hey, hey, Texas, don't uh, defund Planned Parenthood. They give lots of uh, health care to women that can't afford it. They give very cheap health care to women. See, you're, you're selling burritos in a Chinese restaurant at that point. They don't care about health care in Texas. You got you to gotta sell, 
abortions to Texans. That's why I am proud to announce that next month I will be opening in Texas Jake's Abortion and Ammo Shack. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Texas. You ain't going to close down a gun shop, are you? You ain't letting big government close that gun shop down. Don't matter about what we're doing in the back. Ah, that is the best end around I think I have ever heard. Yep, that's right. And if you, and I, I'm really gonna start to if if you, for for your fifth, I'm gonna give those little punch cards. You know how like coffee shops and stuff will give you those little punch cards where you get you get you fill it up, you get a free cup of coffee. Um, if you fill up your punch card with with portions, you get a free gun. That's right, a free Mossberg. <laughs> A free free bump stock. You get a bump yes. stock. Now you can go fully auto. Are you are you a pro life or are you pro gun, Texas? Decide now. I call that a Texas standoff. Oh my goodness, that that just makes things crystal clear. That reminds me of uh, something I just read. You made it more funny, but um, you made it a lot more funny. Uh, Fuck I read, yeah, dude, you ain't reading funny enough shit. That's what that means. I'm just reading the news. But I did read uh, this guy was they, talking well, They need to punch it up anyway. What, uh, they, uh, a guy said that uh, whenever I get, in fight, get into a fight with a pro-lifer who says that life begins at conception, I say, all right, tell you what, here's a scenario. You're in a burning building. Uh, through one door is a three-year-old child. And through the other door are 100 embryos. You can only save one of them. What do you do? And he says they never answer because it's like, yeah, you can't say that a three-year-old child is on par with a bunch of embryos in test tubes. So, of course, you save the child. It's a no-brainer. But then they try and he, he said they just shut up or they get angry because they know they've been caught in their bullshit, which is you have to save the three-year-old. You cannot go grab a bunch of test tubes and say, I'm saving people, I'm saving people. It doesn't work that way. So you just sort of came up with the same scenario, only mm. in a hilarious way. You're, you're right, dude. I am funnier than that fucking guy. He should, uh, <laughs> he should quit comedy forever. <laughs> Here's a funny quote, though. Um, it would be funnier if he did it in Jigsaw's voice. You know what I'm saying? If yes. he made this a scenario, I've set this building on fire through one door. You have a blah, 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 blah. If he, if he did that, that would be kind of funny. That would be good. So going back to uh, this uh, immigrant, now the, the, I could see the right wing having a point if, now what happened was she showed up, she was caught, she was put in a detention center and they give like a physical or a checkup, you know, to see what they're like. And it was found out in the detention center that she's pregnant. And she said, I would like an abortion. I'm not ready to be a mom. I don't expect the United States government to pay for it. Everything there is, 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 I, if if the if she had uh, been pregnant, known she was pregnant, and then said, "Ooh, I'm going to run to America for an abortion and fight the government to make them pay for it," I could see the Trump administration having a case saying, "We're not going to pay for this. Fuck that. That's bullshit. Why should we allow legal illegals over here to get abortions that we pay for?" But since that wasn't the case, I don't see how they're angry. However, I do have a quote here from Kristen Hawkins, the president of the anti-abortion rights group Students for Life. She called it a, quote, tragedy and said, the U.S. should not become the abortion capital of the world, blah, blah, blah. This is the quote I find interesting from Kristen, I'm a shithead Hawkins. I want to be the abortion capital of the world. I'm tired of losing out to Denmark every year. <laughs> USA. <laughs> Fuck Denmark. USA. USA. <laughs> we need a gold medal, goddammit. Where's our pride? Yeah. Here's her quote. It's the worst form of patriarchy to tell a young woman that without an abortion, she can't accomplish great things. 
We hope that the Trump, the Trump administration will continue to fight to protect the lives of all on U.S. soil. I'm trying right. to do the math on that. I'm fucking confused right now. <laughs> so am I. It's, so she's saying that it's a patriarchal society that is telling this woman she has to get an abortion or she won't. This young girl has these great quotes. I mean, this young Jane Doe, this, this woman, she's like, I am a 17-year-old girl that came to this country to make a better life for myself. My journey wasn't easy, but I came here with hope in my heart to build a life I can be proud of. I dream about studying, becoming a nurse, and one day working with the elderly. When I was detained, I was placed in a a shelter for children. It was there that I was told I was pregnant. I knew immediately what was best for me then, as I do now, that I am not ready to be a parent. And this other woman, this pro-life is saying, patriarchy, it's men telling women to get abortions. No. And and I I, I feel guilty right now as a man talking about it. Like the, is, the is it coming of, from like a pro pro life person that they're that they're using? Yeah, that's that? what I'm saying. This woman that said that she's these the students for life, she said it's the worst farm part of patriarchy that says this woman needed an abortion to succeed in life. And it's like, just, you can't argue with stupid. It's like kicking water uphill. But it's the woman who wants the abortion. No, the woman it, that wants the abortion is the last quote I read where she said, you know, I came here to this country to make a better life for myself. That's right, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 it's the... It's, it's the girl who's saying she wants... It's not, it's not the Trump administration. Oh, going, right. You no, need no, no, an abortion, no, you can't have the kid. No, 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 you want it to come to term. It's not making it past the second term. You know, you're not getting it. Like, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Her argument falls apart when you just go, well, she's the one who wants it. You're right, telling exactly. her she can't get what she wants. So you're, you're the one telling her not to, you're, you're the one telling her what to do, not the Trump administration. Exactly. And that, you're right. That's why her argument falls apart. But, I mean, it would... I, when, I here's just, here's another way that they're that they're uh, inconsistent with their with their pro life stuff and some of their other rhetoric and uh, I mean this this one isn't as obvious but um, did you ever read or, or watch the documentary Freakonomics? Yes, yeah, the whole yeah. If, go ahead, you can tell the listeners. Listeners, I read the book and uh, the thing Jake is about to talk about is insane. So absolutely recommend. Uh, the the movie Freakonomics and or the book Freakonomics go. Uh, yeah, I was just to say gonna say, watch the documentary if you're dumb like me. That's books for dumb people. But uh, <laughs> so watch watch Words it's a with good pictures. documentary. What's up? Words with pictures moving. It's moving fucking pictures. awesome. The pictures move on the screen right in front of you. You got to check this thing out. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, it 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 basically said it talks about was was it Ukraine? Am I, I getting the right country? Forget the. I forget the country. Um, Romania, I believe. I'm not positive. Yeah, it's 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 one of those over there. One of those places that uh, none of us have ever been to, but you know they got good sausage. Anyway, um, well, back it says up a little that, bit. Back up a little bit. Start at yeah, the beginning. Yeah. So that's uh, it. It says that uh, they their crime rate lowered. Okay. Wait. Wait. Be wait. 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 No, I want to say start at the beginning. What Freakonomics did is. So anybody alive and old enough to remember that in the 1980s, crime was out of control and everybody thought that the 90s was going to be worse, that, that because uh, Hillary Clinton got in trouble on this in the campaign because she... They, oh, they, I forgot they measured ours too, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were talking about super criminals or hyper criminals. And in, this, in the 2016 campaign, everybody said that's code word for black. And it's like, if you weren't alive back then, you don't understand. It wasn't a code word for black. It was literally crime was going 
it was skyrocketing in the 1980s and everybody thought it would go higher. Then in the 1990s, crime rates started falling. And what Freakonomics did is looked at every angle. Is it better policing? Is it better education? Is it more jails? And what they did is they realized, I think it's 1972, I'm not positive, Roe versus Wade. Whenever in the early 1970s Roe versus Wade happened, however many years later, 26 years, suddenly there was a drop-off. People started, women, women of lower income started having abortions. Instead of having unwanted kids who would get bad educations, come from broken homes and become criminals, they were just eliminated from the system because of the, the legal right to have an abortion. So crime rates started dropping. And he said, now, if we're gonna say that about America, we need a control. So I believe it was Romania, and they went to, they found that Romania made abortion illegal in a certain year. So they did the math and said, all right, 26 years later, what happens? Crime rates started shooting through the roof because suddenly when abortion yep. was illegal, these lower income women who did not have husbands or who the dad left or were in broken homes, they started having these kids that would have otherwise been aborted. So when the kids reached a certain age, 19, 20, 21, 22, whatever it was, they became criminals. So when abortion became legal in America, 20 some years later, the crime rate drops. When abortion became illegal in Romania, I keep saying Romania, but I'm not positive that's it. 20 years later, the crime rate goes through the roof. It was a one-to-one -one comparison talking about crime and abortion, and it's really fascinating, and they go into much more detail than I just did, but I absolutely recommend the book and or the documentary. Well, right, yeah, because, I mean, as as a demographic, um, kids that are are un, unplanned and, you, you know, can't be afforded by the mother, like they can't afford to take care of them, that's that's who's committing a lot of crime. Uh, the, the kids of the, the young doctors, um, in, in the Hamptons, they're not they're they're not joining MS thirteen, you know. Right. Whereas the, the the kid of the the seventeen year old girl who snuck across the border with two dollars in her pocket yesterday, um, that kid's got a much higher percentage of a criminal life later on. So it by being pro-life you're also pro-crime and that's that's one thing that conservatives like to try to be tough oh we're tough on crime we're tough on crime we're spending more money on prisons and on police forces and we're but you're 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 basically trying to force women to to carry unwanted children to terms that they can't afford hence you're raising the crime rate by doing that yep i i uh read something fantastic online i want let me see if i can find it um i, I, I can just read it to the listeners um there is the one part and i just gotta find because it, it, you made me think of it i wish i had had it up so that i'm not just babbling and killing time uh well well it pulls up but you made me think of what i'm about to read here it goes all right come on you stupid computer don't load that oh you fucking asshole thing now it's like jammed up on a part that I don't need it to be jammed up on. Like the mouse is, uh... Is, is, it a, is it an advertisement for big dick pills? I wish. Here we go. Here we... Oh, for fuck's sake. Will you get... There we go. All right. Uh, this, this was posted. It's, it's making the rounds, but it, go, it goes to what you say. Uh, the ending of it does. It is... 
People with vaginas. Can I have birth control? Republican Party. No. People with vaginas. Oh, for fuck's sake, God, you fucking asshole! Computer. See, you gotta, you gotta quit watching all that, all load. that. You gotta, you gotta quit watching all that gay porn, man. It's, it's no, your, it's your, literally your Facebook being an asshole. Here we go. All right, I'm just gonna tear through it. People with vaginas. Can I have birth control? Republican Party. No. People with vaginas. I couldn't get birth control, so I got pregnant. Can I have an abortion? Republican Party. No. People with vaginas. You prevented me from having an abortion, so I'm carrying the fetus, but my employer won't provide reasonable accommodations and is threatening to fire me. Would you please pass the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act? Republican Party. No. People with vaginas. I had the baby, but I'm out of work. Can I have WIC and food stamps until I can get back on my feet? Republican Party. No. People with vaginas. Okay, I found a job, but it doesn't offer me insurance. Can I have some government guaranteed insurance? Republican Party. No. People with vaginas. My kid got sick and I got fired because I missed the time caring for him. Can I get unemployment? Republican Party. No. People with vaginas. I'm having a hard time getting my kid from school consistently. Can we fund after school programs? Republican Party. No. People with vaginas. I'm prepared to work to support my family. Can you make sure that a full-time job's minimum wage is enough to do that? Republican Party. No. But what's the matter with you and your family? That working two jobs can't lift you out of poverty. And what kind of a mother are you letting someone else watch your child while you work? If your child doesn't do well in school or gets in trouble, it's entirely your fault. You shouldn't have a child if you weren't prepared to take care of her. I mean, it's like, you cannot argue with that. That is literally the Republican platform in a nutshell. Yeah, the uh, the people with vaginas are getting screwed over in this one. I thought of a good protest uh, for the people with vaginas. What they do in this situation, uh, they they got to take their, their, their unwanted kids and leave them on the doorstep of the state capitol in Alabama. Yeah, all at once on the same day as a protest. Just leave them It's kind of like how uh, when uh, everyone protests a gas station on the same day. We're all not going to buy gas today. So that uh, <laughs> just only with babies in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, but even it's it's better than the gas thing because what the fuck are they gonna do with all these babies? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying no. I'm not saying set them there and then take a few pictures with your your cute little pink signs. <laughs> I'm saying set them there and fucking leave, dude. Leave. I'm saying literally leave them there, dude. Yes, yes, yes. All right, let's uh, transition into some overlooked news. Jake, you got a story? Yeah. Uh, let me let me dig it up here. I had I'll go it. with I mine if you're if you're digging up. I'll go with mine. Okay, cool. Do you need a minute? All right. Uh, here we go. First sex doll brothel opens in Germany selling plastic prostitutes. Oh, it's a sex doll update. Overlooked news. How is this not great news? This should have been big news, a sex doll brothel. So it's not like the one we talked about last week where it was just one sex doll in a brothel with women. This is a sex this is a full brothel of sex dolls. Oh yeah, dude, we're we are becoming the Alex Jones of the sex doll industry. <laughs> we're you need to look it up on our sites, all right? We the, the, the mainstream media doesn't want you learning about these sex dolls. They they, they, they want to infiltrate you with the sex dolls. They want the sex dolls to to control you, to rule the world like the Terminator. The deep state characters that were the, the agents that were put in place by Barack Obama, they're still running the show. They're still running the show. Look it up on our website. Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama want the sex dolls to control your life. InfoWars.com. <laughs> if we, for some reason, do not go that far, along with the Overlook News update, we should just have a, a, a sex doll weekly update. Because we've been finding enough of these stories. But anyway, tell the story. Tell about this, uh, this sex doll brothel. I am curious. 
Well, so they have 11 of these silicone dolls, and they rent them out for 80 euros an hour. That sounds uh, like a reasonable price. I mean, prostitutes generally charge more. Like at your bunny ranch, I think you're paying more. Well, at the bunny ranch, yeah, dude, but that's that's the that's the aged flaming yawn of prostitutes, okay? that's This is kind of a lot of money to hump a... It says that they get, on average... Uh, each doll gets rented 12 times a day. Oh You're humping a piece of plastic God. that 12 other dudes went in <laughs> that day. Forget about Monday and Tuesday. That day, you're number 11 in line, and you're paying you're paying like 100 bucks for that? That's ridiculous, man. That seems, now, how much do these dolls cost? We, we've looked these up like $5,000. So, so a listener, do a math for us, like... At a hundred bucks a pop, uh, at eleven times a day, you're paying for the doll within two days. You're in the green. Your profit day two by the end of day two, definitely on day three. Correct? Well, th- these are these are a little cheaper than the 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 real dolls. These now I don't know if it's because they bought they, because they bought the rubber women wholesale, but <laughs> they uh, bought them in bulk. <laughs> yeah, that was a strange phone call. <laughs> like. Listen, uh, I got I got some weird questions. I know you probably get a lot of strange questions, but A, can I buy in bulk? Uh, B, how many how many different dudes a day could have sex with this thing uh, <laughs> before I need to replace it? Uh, or at least just asking parts for of a friend. <laughs> they bought but, it at uh, Costco. It says seventeen hundred eighty six euros each. So that's yeah, that's roughly a little over two thousand dollars, I believe. Wow. So yeah, they're definitely going into the the, the black uh, early. They are. We need to open a sex doll brothel, Jake. I wonder. We do it. You know. You know the other pimps were probably making fun of this guy. You know what I'm saying? He was he was Rudolph the red nosed reindeer of the pimp game. They were walking by with their uh, <laughs> with their big perms and just making fun of him. You know, Rudolph the red nosed pimp <laughs> had a bunch now, of. Here's what I want bitches. to know. What's up? Here's what I want to know for America, for our Jake and Nathan's uh, sex doll brothel. Prostitution is illegal in most of America other than segments of Nevada. However, does that include dolls? Can we go anywhere? Can we open in New York City? Can we open in Iowa? Can we go to Cleveland and say, yeah, it's not really prostitution. They're just having sex with something that takes batteries. Like, is that illegal? Because... Sex shops selling porn is not illegal. Therefore, since this is technically not prostitution, like, can we join up with casinos that are already in place? Hey, you're going to the casino and you can go upstairs. We got the, you know, uh, the 12th floor is all hotel rooms for having sex with sex dolls. I want to open a McDonald's that has a back room for this. I want to, but seriously, what do you think about the legality of it? Do you think there would be pushback? Because... Technically, it's not prostitution. It's it's money I mean, it's, in exchange it's for hanging out with a doll. What you do with the doll when you're in the room is your business. I know. I know the police raid would be uh, something to see. I I hope they bring cameras because <laughs> that shit is going to be hilarious. And I'm going to make sure when they raid me, I'm going to have the big like fur pimp coat on, <laughs> and just like the whole time, I'm going to have the big cane and everything. It's going to look gonna... ridiculous. I'm going to do a call out right now. Uh, Astute listener Dan, um, if you are hearing this episode, Dan works as a lawyer. I I want your feedback on whether or not 
having sex with a doll would be illegal or if a business like that would be illegal. So astute listener, Dan, if you hear this episode, what's your take on setting up a brothel in America that uses dolls? All right, here's my overlooked news. Um, mine is a weird two-parter. The first part Ooh, is... Oh, wait, wait, before we move to yours... Go ahead, um, go ahead. The the owner of the brothel play, claims 70% of her customers return for a second visit and that these visitors often have, in quotations, tolerant wives who <laughs> wait outside in the car whilst <laughs> oh, their husbands my... have sex with the silicon dolls. Oh, I did not oh, see that coming. When honey, you just tolerant wait a little wives. bit. I waited while you got your nails done the other day. I went to the mall. <laughs> I waited while you tried on every piece of clothing. You wait while I try on this sex doll. <laughs> I know 15 other guys fucked it today. You have, I had to watch the entire episode of The View. <laughs> you can sit through this. It's not like I'm making you come in and watch. Just bring a book. Bring a book. <laughs> When, when you said tolerant wives, I was go I flashed back in my head immediately to a story we read like a month ago where the wife knew he had the doll. So I was like, yeah, they had tolerant wives who stay at home and know, well, he's just going to go out and have... When you said wait in the car, that was a bigger twist ending than those stupid fucking M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> films that I hate. That it's twist amazing. ending of the women in the cars, that is funny. I did not see that coming. Honey, the reservation's not until 7 o'clock. We have another <laughs> 45 minutes. We have just, just park it on the side. We don't need to look for parking. Just wait in the car. It's either I do this or I have to climb and put my meat paws all over you. Which would you prefer? Oh, God, that's right. Yeah, go do the doll. Stay the fuck away from me. Oh, that's funny. All right. Um, my story, uh, as I said, is a two-parter. It's not the original story. The original story made big news. What was overlooked was the secondary part. Now, the part that made big news, it's good that it made big news, and it deserves to make big news. Here's the headline. 84 children rescued in nationwide FBI sex trafficking investigation involving 120 arrests. That's good. They caught some pedophiles. They caught some pimps. They caught sex traffickers. They rescued kids. That was big news. And I applaud the FBI and law enforcement for, for catching those bastards. What was overlooked is, do you know how on Facebook when you see a news story is trending, you click on that story and then your Facebook feed has everybody's take on it. You see a bunch of people that aren't on your friends list, but anybody that happens to be talking about that news story, oh, yeah, you see what... Yeah. Okay, so what I stumbled across is a woman, and I don't have her name because I posted a picture of it, but I blacked her name out. I didn't want to get in any trouble, but this this woman, here's her post. She posts the story about the, the FBI raid, but her take was, a few days ago, I posted that when Jupiter moved into the constellation Scorpio, this trend would begin. So far, we have Weinstein, now this, and it's time to clean the acceptance of sexual abuse out of our society. Ladies and gentlemen, we didn't realize that Saturn, that Jupiter moving into Scorpio, that it's all astrology. 
that's what caused the FBI to catch these sex traffickers. We need to be ta- pa- taking better part. I, I, I guess they opened up their horoscope that day and said, ooh, it's a bad day for you, pervert. You I was going to say, that's, that's the kind of horoscopes that uh, the mainstream media won't tell you about. The mainstream media won't tell you about the Scorpio's <laughs> tendencies to have sex with children. Hey, I'm a Scorpio. Look at, look at we have, we have and, all the information on. Oh, we have we have the dark secrets on Scorpios on Infowars.com. But seriously, who does that? Who takes a story about sex trafficking and turns it into goddamned astrology, astronomy? Which one? Astrology. Yeah, the the, the horoscopes. So there you go, listeners. Uh, check your horoscope more often. Keep track of the FBI, what they're up to. They're doing good because of Jupiter and Scorpio. I'd, I, I should have clicked on this woman's profile to see what more insane shit she had, but... I, I looked up my horoscope me. today. It says that I'm probably going to be sucking dick for crack. Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is not a good day to be a Virgo, I tell you. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Tell your friends to listen to us. Um, oh, in an upcoming episode, I don't know when... Um, the founder of the Laughable app. I brought it up a while ago when our podcast got put on Laughable. You can listen to us on Laughable, iTunes, Stitcher, um, many places. But Laughable just updated their sharing option and made it very easy. So we're going to get the founder of the Laughable app in one of the upcoming episodes to talk about how to listen to comedy podcasts on Laughable and how to share them. So uh, please share this podcast with all your friends. Leave us nice reviews wherever you can. We appreciate it. Uh, And thanks for tuning in, everyone. Later.